0: Well, here this morning, uh, we are in our final week of a series called No Turning Back, and we've been looking at baptisms. And uh, we've been looking at uh, week one, we looked at uh, baptisms through water baptisms, and I was so excited to to see that 63 people uh, around the city were baptised, and 19 of them were here locally. We did some on Thursday in the care centre, last Sunday night and last Sunday morning. Can we give the Lord a round of applause for those precious lives in our midst, and I was talking to one of our friends up the back, one of the young guys that got baptised last Sunday morning. I said, how old are you? He goes, oh, 12. And just so excited to hear about him taking that wonderful step. And, uh, you know, that's really exciting. And then last week we looked into uh, baptism in the Holy Spirit, and uh, Pastor Nat and then uh, Amanda uh, preached in the evening from our uh, Bankstown service, and that was simply wonderful. And uh, here we close out the series uh, looking at baptism into the house of God. And uh, when we've looked at, when I preached into uh, water baptisms two weeks ago, I mentioned about this word baptism, you know, that it means uh, like a full immersion. And uh, I think what a great thing for us when we're thinking about the house of God, that it's not meant to be like this kind of sprinkle experience, but being in the house of God and having baptism into that is about like fully Getting into it, like fully immersing yourself into the house of God, and I know that that's the way that the Lord would want us to do it, and that is the best way for us to do it in life—not just a tiny little bit of church here and there, but actually really immersing ourselves into the church. And I'm grateful that uh, that's what I've tried to do in life, and uh, and I just know that God's had a significant impact on my life. Through the church, because the church isn't a building, we meet in a a building, but the church it's us, the church is the people. The church, Ecclesia, in its original meaning, is uh, about uh, this it's about a gathering, it's about the called out ones, it's about uh, an assembly of people. It's an assembly of people getting together, and that's what the church is. The church is not the wars. The church is us. The church is you and I. The church is the person sitting next to you, sitting behind you, sitting in front of you. We are the church. It is us, and it is about being baptized and really diving into us as the church, and the church, it says in the Word of God, it's the body of Christ of which He is the head. I've, I've loved this study this week, looking into this. It says this in Ephesians one twenty-two to 23, and God placed all things under His feet, meaning Christ, and appointed Him to be head over everything for the church, which is His body, the fullness of Him who fills everything in every way. It's such a great reminder as, you know, the pastor here, along with my wife Natalie, to be reminded that it's not our church, it's not even Pastor Phil and churches, it's Jesus' church. It's His church. And, uh, and that's just a great reminder for me because I think about that and I thought, Jesus wants nothing more than this place to expand and boom and us to have greater influence into the community because He cares about people and He knows that He wants people connected Into the local church. It's the place where they can flourish. It's the place where they can move forward in their life, but they need to be part of the body. They need to be part of the body that is the church. And that verse I just read, I was reading it in the message version, and I love this. It says, uh, "'He is in charge of it all, has the final word on everything. At the centre of all this, Christ rules the church.'" The church you see is not peripheral to the world, the world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which He speaks and acts, by which He fills everything with His presence. Oh, I love that. We are not peripheral, the world is peripheral to us the Church, we are the head, and we are not the table tail. we are the church, and so often this phrase, "The body of Christ" is used a lot uh, in the New Testament as a metaphor around the church. It uses comments like "One body in Christ, says one body, says the body. This is scriptures in Romans and Hebrews and Corinthians as it 's trying to lay out really clearly the, the job of the Church that it is the body of Christ. You see, when Jesus came, He came in a physical body. He came in a physical body that was prepared for Him, the Word of God says. And it says, through His body, He demonstrated this amazing love of God. He demonstrated it to such a degree that He went to the cross. But then, Jesus has ascended And guess what the body of Christ is now? Showing the love? It's us. We are now that on the earth. We are the ones delivering the love of God through us. I was thinking about it. Uh, Many of you are aware that uh, on a Thursday morning here at 11am every week, uh, we hold a C3 CARES service. And uh, it's a service where we see all sorts of people from the community come into the house of God. And I was thinking, imagine if we left the church building open, as beautiful as this place is, and put up a sign and said, welcome to C3 Cares, and they came in and there was nobody here. They wouldn't really, I think, feel the love of God like they do when they come in and someone like a Stephanie Newman's there smiling at them and welcoming the men in and then she's taking them up to a room and they're meeting the team here that are that are hosting them and and serving them a pastry with a, a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and then uh, and then Madeline starts to worship and and they get that experience of, of church and the love of God through the songs and then someone gives them a message of hope from our team and then uh, they come down into this room, the community room, and they, they get the most amazing lunch. You should see the lunch we put on. I don't bring lunch on a Thursday. I always end up, just some reason there's this, this just magnet down to the care centre out of my office because the food, is unbelievable and these people come in and they experience the love of God through the people. That's the experience they have and then they are, often they walk out of here with groceries and fruit and veg and, and clothes if they need it for their family and they're experiencing, they're experiencing that love through us because we are the church, that's what they're experiencing and I just love that people get to experience that because we are the church and we're referred to as the body of Christ. And the church really is composed as kind of the universal church that the Bible talks about, that all the believers that we are the church at that kind of level. But the second level is how we meet as a local church, and we read through like Galatians, and it's talking about all these these, these groups meeting, and, and we are the church in a in a local context, in a in a local uh, group and gathering of believers of Jesus Christ, and that's what we are. We are the church, and I love for the difference that the church can make. And the thing is about the church; it's uh, it's referred to as a body where all the parts matter, and I really like that because all of you do matter. All of you are part of the body. As I look across, every one of us, we're all part of it. And there's not one part that's more important than another part. We, as the church, we as the people, we are the body and we all play our part and we're all very important to that part. And we read in 1 Corinthians twelve, twelve: for as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ for by one Spirit we were all baptized, we're baptized into the body, we're baptized into the church, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into the one Spirit, for in fact the body is not one member but many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, it is therefore not of the body, if the whole body were an eye, would it be hearing? I love this, like, you know, we just, we need all of us. We need all of our skills and talents and giftings to come together. If one were hearing, would we be smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them in his body, just as he's pleased. He's he's put us together. But we all need to get on board because without you, There's something missing without you being part of the house of God. You you bring something that if you're not there, we we miss you. We miss you. We want all of you to be in this body. And it's sad when someone kind of distances themselves from the local church because It's not meant to be that way, it's kind of like if the thumb all of a sudden decided to leave my hand and go and do work on his own. Who knows that a thumb on its own is kind of useless but then you've got four fingers and the four fingers without a thumb, well they really struggle too to do what they're designed to do and we all matter. And we can all use our gifts, our talents, our energy, our finances to to build the house, to be part of what God has on earth to deliver this great and mighty message to the world. We're all part of it. You're part of it. You make a difference. God sees you. We see you. I was thinking about all those leaders we had up here before. They're all different, all those young up-and-coming leaders with a call in their life, but they're going to be all part of the body in their own way. God will use them in their own and unique way, and He wants to use all of us, part of this great, great body. My son, Jesse, he loves Lego. When you go and buy Lego, and we've done that often, I think I could have probably brought him a pretty nice car by now with all the finances we've poured into his Lego, but when you buy Lego in the box, you see the image of what it's meant to look like, what it can look like, but who knows, when you open that box, what do you have You have a lot of pieces and the pieces don't come assembled to each other, the pieces are all out there on their own and you have an image of what it can look like but on their own, not even the largest bit or the most technically advanced little bit in those Lego pieces looks anything like the image on the outside of the box, but it is only when you spend the time and you start putting the pieces together do you finally get to what's on the box every part playing their role. You have a part to play. I have a part to play. Let's play our part, because this is the house of God. This is His church. This is His church. And it is built upon Him, Ephesians two twenty, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus Himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. Here we have it, here's the cornerstone and we're built around that, we're built around that but let's get immersed in it, let's get immersed in what is the local church, let's get immersed in this. Hebrews 10 says this, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more you see the day drawing near. I was thinking about this, and you often think about, oh, you know, life's got really busy just lately in Sydney, and, and there's a lot happening, and, and sometimes that means people can't always make it to church. But even in these ancient writings, there was still some the people neglecting going to the house of God, going to a place to be gathered. Let's not neglect it. Let's do all that we can to, to be in the house, to, to arrive at the house and it can be hard sometimes but let's do it, let's get there. If you're a parent here today, I can't encourage you more to do all you can to be here as often as you can, no matter what's thrown in the way. I'm really grateful that we, we have a service at five o'clock because I was speaking to a young mum this morning and, you know, it's football season and it's fallen on a Sunday and I'm like, I'm so glad we've got another option, that there's another option. Or if you can't make the five, make the six at Marylands. Or, Or just get your family to the house of God, even if things in your own world aren't rocking like you would like to be just keep bringing them and uh, I'm grateful that my mum kept bringing me to the house of God. Even when things weren't always great in the house, it was Sunday, it was church day, I was in the car, I was in my beautiful khaki clothes and, uh, and skivvies and I was off to the house of God. Didn't matter if I looked dorky back in the day, well it was probably in fashion but I look back at the photos now, but I've always been taken to the house of God because this is a magnificent place. This is the place that will change your life this will change your kids life they need faith instead of fear in their lives they need good friends from the house of God keep bringing them let's keep coming all of us into the house of God this wonderful place this wonderful place and i want to remind us here today of the cost the cost that went for us the cost for the house of God it says this in acts 2028 20, pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to care for the church of God, which he obtained through Jesus with his own blood. Jesus gave his life for the church. He gave his life for us. This church is precious to Jesus. And I think this is a great reminder for us. A great reminder for us how sacred and how holy our gathering is, how we are and I think we need to do life in a way because man, it was obtained, it was purchased and it had a price, it had the biggest price, it had a price that couldn't be any greater, it couldn't be any grander and yet that is us now, we are the church, we are the body of Christ and I just think it's a good remember of how do we view church because I know there's times and people let down people, don't we? We let down each other sometimes, even in the church. But man, this thing was purchased with the blood of Jesus and we need to, in the same way we receive forgiveness from Him, we need to somehow let go and and give forgiveness where it's needed. You might be in church and go, Hartley, you don't know what this leader did to you, you don't know what happened before. I'm sorry and I'm sorry how bad it may have been but can I encourage you, to move on, to find forgiveness, to to have the same view of the church, because we are the, the children, the sons and daughters of the most high God as as God has for his church to actually look and think, okay, I've got to move through this, to view the church in a beautiful and magnificent and wonderful way, to view this church like this, to view every church out there that's proclaiming Jesus Christ as Saviour to the world, to to support churches, to pray for your little church around the corner you might drive past to get here. Let's be people who champion the church. Let's speak well of the church. Let's elevate the church. Let's be people that put the church in that same way where God views it because it's not, it doesn't just stop there, it goes on to say that the church is the bride of Christ. This imagery and symbol of marriage is applied to, to the body of believers. It's applied to that, Ephesians 5, husbands love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. You see, in that same way, there's that engagement period, and in Bible times, it was like this period for the bride and the buying group to, to have a period of separation before they come back together. And today, we're like in that period where we are, we are like the bride and we're separated from the bridegroom, but one day there'll be this beautiful union. But in that time, we're the bride of Christ. Let's see the church like that. Let's see the church as this precious, this holy, this this beautiful thing that matters, matters, matters. And I just think it should matter to us. It should matter to us. And we should have it and just be like it's us, and we only have one big preference in life, and it's, it's to the bridegroom, it's to Jesus. That should be the big preference. That should be where, where we're focused. That should be where we want to look into just being reunited and do all that we can to arrive to Him in a great place. And as I said, we're never perfect, are we? The church isn't perfect, and if you're out there looking for the perfect church, can I help you here this morning? Stop looking because you'll never find it, it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist but find a good healthy church where Jesus Christ is the centre. And when you find it, plant yourself. When you find it, put your roots down deep. When you find it, say this is my house. This is the house of God. This is where I go. This is where I sow. This is where I serve. This is what I speak and invite my family and friends to because I want people out in the world to, to meet the people that are in this place. I love it when I bring people in and I introduce them to some of our champions and the Sampsons and, and they meet Brett and Scotty, and they might meet Leon and Chris, and Doran and Rose, and they meet uh, Patrick and Vivian, and they meet Han and Sue Wei, and they, they meet the D'Aquillas, and I love that because they're meeting the finest people on the planet, they're meeting the people in the house of God, which I know them, I know they love people, I know they journey with people, I know they pray for people, and I love that I love the people that God has placed in the house, and we're not perfect, but I tell you what, we're moving forward, we're healthy, and we're growing, and we want to lead people under faith in Jesus Christ. We're doing that. This is the house of God. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. We speak well of it through all things, because we're family, and you stand by your family, don't you? My kids, they're gorgeous and beautiful, but like every parent, if they're honest with themselves, there's moments where they're chucking a little bit of a, a Taylor tantrum, Taylor tantrum in our house and thank goodness it's kind of rare, but there's things that come out of their mouth sometimes that aren't great, you know, words that don't quite carry the love we're trying to instill in the children in those heated moments and the words of... I don't love you and the words of maybe even hate thrown in there and they're, they're rare but they happen but what do i do do i do i walk away from that no they're my family they're the ones i love they're the ones i'll stand with through thick and thin and stand beside even my four-year-old likes to call me poo poo and wee wee at the moment and that is a true story i think they're the worst words she knows and she does it with a beautiful smile but she does it all the time at the moment. So uh, might have to lay hands on her this afternoon, Natalie, and uh, just get those words out of her vocabulary, but it's all good. But we stand in them because the Church of God, the Church of God, it was, it was in the church when I was a young man and I maybe didn't have the, the most amazing uh, marriage unit to, to look upon uh, but it was through the church, that my best mates, uh, parents had a wonderful marriage and a healthy marriage and it was through the church and through me seeing that, that I could have a great hope and a future for my marriage one day. It was through the church, uh, when I needed friends as a, a young boy to, to do life with and do life in a good way and, and keep me on a good track, guess where I found them, it was in the house of God, it was in the local church, it was in the church when I laid in a bed, uh, in a hospital once with men and that there was someone in the life of the church who would come and look after a newborn baby, Cleo and her other kids, so my wife could be by my side. It was in the church. It was in the church in my life uh, as a pastor when it looked like for all money that we were knocking down the church here in Silverwater Road and we were going to move to a cinema, it was through the church that mighty men and women in this house stood by the pastors and prayed with the pastors and stood alongside us. It was, uh, Brett Linder was one of those men who used to meet me at 6am during the week and we would walk up and down here and pray for the church and pray that we would have a breakthrough and America was through the people in the church. It was through the people in this house when we got news in our family last year of uh, of a very serious cancer to one of my sisters that it was through the people of the church who would stand beside my family lift her up in prayer and pray her through a recovery and a healing it was through the church the other day that i went to visit one of our great church members and i was so moved as i walked through the door that someone had got there before me and there this beautiful beautiful lady in this house was there beside this lady who's very sick and you know what she had done she not had any, she come to visit she had brought her a peach. She's in hospital, eating hospital food, and just before me they're about to cut up a beautiful peach so this beautiful woman in hospital, eating hospital food, could taste the delicious peach. And I walked in and I thought, that is the church. That right there is the church of Jesus Christ. People doing that. People doing that. So plant yourself. Because when you plant yourself, I tell you, you are setting yourself up for the most incredible future. Psalms 92:13, as the band come, says, "Those that are planted in the house of God shall flourish in the courts of God. Plant equals flourish. Plant equals flourish. Planting equals flourishing. You plant yourself in the church, you will flourish. It's a promise from the Word of God. Plant yourself. In the house, you will flourish psalms eighty four four blessed are those who in the house they dwell in your house you dwell in the house you 're in the house you 're around the things of the house it's it 's just the environment of things going well Last night, I knew that daylight saving hours were coming to an end, and um, I love to uh, barbecue steak because, like every man in Australia knows, it always tastes better on the barbecue. There's something about that environment for that steak that just makes it taste better than cooked anywhere else. So, last night, knowing that, you know, next Saturday night it's going to be uh, dark a lot earlier, I'm like, Steak time, Natalie. So I got some uh, T-bone steaks out and, uh, and fired out that barbecue. And, and true, yet again, I was able to cook a, a delicious, wonderful tasting steak. Why? Because I got it in the right environment. The right environment is where that steak was. I could hear it calling, take me to the barbecue. Take me to the barbecue. Just doesn't seem to work on the stovetop like it does out at the barbecue, and I just think it's like, in life, you need to get in this atmosphere, you need to get in the house of God, this is the place where you will flourish, this is the place where you will become all that God has destined you to come. Be part of it, be part of it. I just love that my wife uh, Natalie's um, life verse is, for zeal for your house, it will consume me. And she lives that out. She is all about the house of God. Is she about the building? She is about the people. Because we are the church. We are the house of God. So, be a participator, not a spectator. Pat Ancliffe, one of our great pastors from Oxford Falls, made this statement that uh, lots of people live all about me. And he said, really, that's one of the smallest stories on the planet. It's best to be part of the biggest story on the planet. And that's the story we as the church deliver. The story of Jesus. The story of salvation of mankind. Together, let's make Jesus the hero, shall we? Let's make Him the hero. We're all part of the body. Be immersed be baptized into what God is doing in the midst because when Jesus left planet earth he left all the marketing all the delivery to us the church, to get this message out to people, to love the people, to be the body of Christ so today can I encourage you to dive in if you're here today and you have been wounded or hurt I'd encourage you to release that. Release that to God and start afresh today. Start in a new way today. Speaking about the church in the most magnificent way. Declaring, viewing it that way. Declaring it to family and friends. It's the church. It's a church with us. With Jesus Christ at the head. It's a wonderful place. It's a place we truly impact your life as you plant as you dive in as you immerse yourself do it you'll see great fruits his church brought at a great cost it's good to be part of a local church isn't it thank you for being here thanks for being part of it because even attendance on a Sunday has been part of the body playing your role smiling at someone, greeting someone, having coffee with someone afterwards. Keep diving in. Get to connect group. Start that connect group. Jump on that serving team. Keep giving, pouring your finances. Use your skills, use your abilities. Let's make this place famous because we want to make His name famous. In Jesus' name, hey? Amen. Why don't we give the Lord a round of applause?